some get back. Hey, pay back. Let me tell y'all, I was really not about to even start this podcast because that song is so funky. I was just about to play a whole song. I was like, oh, dang, you need to record. If you don't know, you are listening to Do Yourself a Favor, a podcast where you can gratify yourself off of my biased list of dope music. And yes, the list is biased and the music is dope. If I'm being completely honest with you about today's episode, I was really intimidated to do this song. It is one of my favorite songs. Of course, you only heard, what, about 15 seconds of it? And if you weren't tapping your foot or snapping your finger, you might want to admit yourself to your local hospital because that song, you can't help but move. But I was intimidated because I'm going over one of the best songs, in my opinion, by the late and great James Brown, who is such an intricate part and a big player in not only our culture, but in music in general. And I just want to make sure that I respect him and, and make sure that I cover all the bases and that, you know, I do this thing proper and give him all the props that he deserves. I also want to add another disclaimer. I don't know what's going on in my neighborhood today. I feel like everybody and their mama outside working in their yard are building Noah's Ark. I don't know what they're doing. It's just a lot of noise. And I could not put off recording this episode any longer because if that was the case, then you guys wouldn't get the episode until like next week. And then I didn't want to do that to you guys. So I was like, I'm going to record today. But please bear with me and keep in mind that if you do hear a lawnmower or something in the back, just ignore it. Disregard it, all right? It's not part of the song, and I'll try my best to edit it out. Everybody cool with that? Cool? Cool. Now let's get into the song. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter J for the one and only James Brown. But I'm going to also throw another letter in there. The letter R for revenge. Yes, revenge. This whole song is about how James Brown is vowing to get revenge against a man who stole not only his money, but stole his girl, his money and his girl. Now let me flip this for me. Somebody done stole my man and my money. I'm probably gonna steal your face. And that's basically what James Brown is describing in this song, how he about to get the payback on this man who stole his money and his girl. But before we get into the lyrics, let's talk about a little bit of the history behind the making of the song. So this song was released December 1973. What was I doing in 1973? I was doing nothing. I was probably playing with the angels because I wasn't even born yet. (laughs) Now, while I was playing with the angels, James Brown was being approached to do a soundtrack for the film Hell Up in Harlem. Now, James Brown had already did the soundtrack for Black Caesar, and Hell Up in Harlem is actually the sequel to Black Caesar. And then he had already did the soundtrack for another black exploitation film called Slaughter's Big Ripoff. Just a little sidetrack of black exploitation films. If you don't know what black exploitation means, it was a term coined by Junius Griffin, who was the head of the LA NAACP back in the 70s. And he coined these films as black exploitation, as in they were exploiting black people and not really portraying us in a very positive light. In those movies, most of the time, the black people were playing prostitutes, gangsters, or pimps, and he wasn't really a big fan of that, you know, being all involved in the NAACP and everything. But you know, clearly, 
James Brown ain't have no problem with that. So he was like, cool, I can do the soundtrack for these films. I can make it funky for you. What you need me to do? So the song's original lyrics were written by the trombone player and band leader, Fred Wesley, and the drummer, John Starks. And what happened was they watched a rough cut of the movie. According to Wesley and Starks, when they recorded the song, James Brown came to Augusta, Georgia, shout out Augusta, Georgia, and literally tore up the sheet music and he reworked the whole song, incorporating lyrics that describe exactly what happened in the first scene of the movie. Now using the movie as inspiration for his song, the original title of the payback, before it was the payback, was Black Caesar's Revenge. So after James Brown comes in and he relays his vocals and the music and does the dubs and the vocals and the horns a month later, Fred Wesley then takes those tapes to Los Angeles and delivers them to Larry Cohen. Larry Cohen being the director of the movie Hell Up in Harlem, who the soundtrack is made for. And allegedly, Larry Cohen rejected the song. He was like, uh, nah, this ain't funky enough. Can you believe it? Can you believe he said what we know today as the big payback was not funky enough? Like, dang, what did he want? Like, honestly, what were you asking for, Cohen? Really? Then he said it was, quote, unquote, allegedly, allegedly, that it was, quote, unquote, too black. So James Brown, like, oh, you know, Godfather Soul, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud, was like, oh, okay, Wesley, get your butt back to Augusta. So Wesley go back to Augusta with the song, and James Brown was like, don't even worry about it. I'm about to use this song that was going to be called Black Caesar's Revenge. We gonna name it the payback and it's gonna be the title song to my 1974 album titled, you guessed it, The Payback. The song went on to be number one on the R&B charts and even earned gold status for selling over a million copies. Now, the soundtrack ended up being done by Edwin Starr. And if you all don't know who Edwin Starr is, you guys do know. You guys know the song, war boom boom, huh boom boom, yeah. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. That was Edwin Starr. That was his song. He was also a songwriter as well. So what Larry Cohen did was like, okay, cool. James Brown mad at me. I'm just going to get Edwin Starr to do the soundtrack for Hell Up in Harlem. Unfortunately, it didn't really rock as well as it probably would have done if it was the soundtrack by James Brown. Now, one could say that the success of the payback, originally titled Black Caesar's Revenge, was actual revenge against Larry Cohen, the director of Hell Up in Harlem. Amen. See what I did there? Did you follow it? The success was actual revenge to Larry Cohen saying, no, take your unfunky track that's too black somewhere else. That's what James Brown did, and it was a very successful track that he ended up keeping for himself. Now I'm gonna switch gears a little bit because I know my mama is listening to this episode and I shouted her out a little bit. Well, not shouted her out. I kind of talked about her a little bit on the very first episode. But my mama, Linda, is probably listening to this episode and probably getting her whole entire life because she absolutely loves James Brown. And she told me a little funny story about James Brown once. She said she actually met James Brown. My mama is from Edgefield, South Carolina. And she would travel up to Augusta, Georgia every now and then. And that's actually where she met my daddy in Augusta, Georgia. But before she met my daddy, she was probably a party hopper. Well, not probably. She was a party hopper. And it just so happened that she was at somebody's house party and she met James Brown. 
So I said, Ma, you know you met James Brown at the house party? What you say? What you going to him and say? She talking about, I said, hey. I'm like, that's it? That's all you said? You meet James Brown and you ain't go like, man, you be getting down with the get down. You a soul brother, soul power. You ain't really go into it like that? She talking about, nah. I just said, hey. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Linda wrapped up in a nutshell. Now, before I go into the lyrical breakdown, I wanted to share another fun fact that I learned about this song. Take a listen to this. Revenge! Y'all hear that sound in the back that kind of sounds like a siren, like an alarm warning the joker who took James Brown money and honey that James Brown is on the way and he ain't come to play. Okay. The whole time I've heard this song, I never thought that that was an actual voice. I always thought that was an instrument making that noise. No. To my surprise, when I did my research on this song, I found out that that was actually the voice of a woman by the name of Martha Harvey. Now, Martha Harvey was a part of a group that went on tour with James Brown in like the 60s, I think around 1964. The name of the group was The Jewels. They toured with James Brown for like a year or so, and then unfortunately the group broke up. But Martha went on to continue to tour with James Brown. And eventually now, since she's solo, she changed her name to Martha High. That sound, that alarm, that siren is being vocalized by Martha Harvey. Now Martha tried to warn y'all that James was on his way, but I'll let James Brown tell you what he about to do when he finds you. Sold me out! Chicken chain. Yes, Told me you day they had it all arranged. They hand me down. That's the bank. And now you're pumped. You gotta get ready for the big payback. sold me out for chicken change. They told me that y'all had it all arranged. Meaning, his woman was in on the affair. She had set this all up and sold James out for some chicken change, i.e. the man she ran off with was a chump and he really wasn't all that. You had me down. And that's a fact. Yeah, I was down. You know, my heart was broke. You ran off with this guy behind my back. You had me down. And that's a fact. But now, punk... You better get ready. See, I ain't down no more. You better get ready for this big payback. Oh, I'm ready now. I'm ready to fight. I was down. Now I'm ready. Have some time to think about it. I'm back at it. James go in and tell her, you know, I can do willing. I can do dealing. We could have talked about this. We could have negotiated this. Now, see, I don't know 
really negotiating like the woman like you know you get her on monday i get her on tuesday but hey it was the 70s you know maybe that's how it rolled back in there it might still roll like that now i don't know but i don't do no damn squilling we can wheel and deal all day but i ain't no snitch okay i can dig rapping we could have talked about this sir i'm ready i can dig scrapping you don't want to talk about it sir we can fight about it but one thing james can't dig is backstabbing. And that's why he ready with the payback. You took my money. You got my honey. Don't want me to see what you're doing to me. honey you don't want me to see what you're doing to me i could get back but i gotta deal with you i gotta deal with you so much that i said i gotta deal with you four times james brown said i gotta deal with you four times in this song or in that verse alone then he goes and says you getting down with my woman that ain't right you hollering and cussing you want to fight don't do me no darn favors because i don't know karate but I know Coraza. Now that last line, I had no idea that James Brown said Coraza, as in Ka-Razor. I always thought he said Corazy. Like, I don't know karate, but I know Corazy. But he was saying Corazor, as in, you took my money, you took my girl, and then you got the audacity to be hollering and cussing at me? Oh, no, no, no. See, I was gonna fight you. But now I got to pull out my razor. And he probably had one of them straight edge razors that they use at like the barbershop when they doing like men's face and all this and that. James Brown probably had one of them on him. And can you blame him? You done took my girl and my money and you yelling at me? Now I got to cut you. Another note that I found out about that last line was they said that James Brown specifically put that line in this song because back in the 70s, America was really into martial arts and karate and the black community was really into Bruce Lee. So we actually threw that line in there to represent for the culture. Now for time's sake, I'm not gonna play the other verse, but I do want to go over the lyrics because James was not playing. So for you to hear this verse, of course, you know what you got to do, right? You got to do yourself a favor and add the payback by James Brown to your playlist. But I did want to go over the lyrics of this verse because James was cold blooded. Okay. He goes again and says, you sold me out for chump change. They said my woman had it all arranged. She was trying to make a deal. She wants to squeal, but I had my boys on her heels. Saw when she coming, she told a lie. She broke down like she wanted to die. I don't care what she does. She gonna be doing just like she was. 
Take those kids and raise them up. Somebody teach them to be righteous tough. Take her, take that woman, is one place she found. Just run that mother out of town. Make her get up, make her get up and get out. James Brown basically said, oh, you know I know you had all of this arranged, right girl? Yeah, I sent my boys after you. Oh, I'm not running after you. My boys, my boys went after you. And when they approached you, you started lying, then pretending like you're about to die. But don't worry about it. I don't care what you do no more. I don't want you no more. What you need to do, take these kids, teach them how to be tough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to run, you're going to take these kids. Teach them how to be tough. And don't get comfortable here because I'm about to run you out of town. Oh, you can't stay in this town no more. Have people looking at me foolish. You got to get out of town because I'm going to make you get up and I'm going to make you get up and get out. James was cold here. I guess he had reason to be. She did stab him in the back. Again, do yourself a favor if you want to hear that third verse and how he says it in his unique own way of James Browndom. Do yourself a favor and add the payback by James Brown to your playlist. I also want to take this time to give the band a little love and appreciation because this beat is sick. Can you hear the precision from the horns and the drums? These guys were true musicians and created such a funky, unique sound that this song, The Payback by James Brown, has been sampled over 400 times. It isn't a secret that James Brown is the most sampled artist in hip hop, but I had no clue that this song had been sampled that many times. Because this song had so many samples, I was playing around with a game that I wanted to play with you all titled, Did You Hear the Sample? And I was going to play a couple of songs and ask you, did you hear the sample? But due to time, I feel like I'm going to do something a little different. What I'm trying to do is I don't want to make my episodes more than 25 minutes long if I can help it because I just don't want you to grow tired of hearing my beautiful voice. So... I'm going to just play one of my favorite samples of this song. That's right. In the middle of the day now, baby, I seem to think of only you. featuring the late and great Notorious Big Papa, and this song was produced by the one and only Sean, a.k.a. Puffy, 
aka Puff Daddy, aka P Diddy. It's the D, the I, the D, the D, the Y, the D, the I, the D is Diddy, aka Love, because that's what he wants to go by now. And I'm okay with that. I'll call him whatever he wants me to call him. Because anyone who knows me knows that I adore Bad Boy and I adore Diddy. Did you hear the sample? I know that's a silly question because the beat is basically the same in the sample song. It really wasn't hard for you to decipher that this song was the payback by James Brown. But it is my favorite song and I had to share it. So back to the did you hear the sample game. All you have to do is make sure that you're following me on Instagram at Do Yourself a Favor Podcast and on Facebook at Do Yourself a Favor Podcast. What I'll be doing is posting different artists and their song that they actually use the payback sample in. And you can feel free to tell me if you hear the sample, if you knew the payback sample was used, or if you had no clue that the payback sample was used. But you know what I really want you to do? Make sure you add these songs to your playlist. Well, this concludes episode four. I hope you all enjoyed the episode and learned a little bit about the makings of my favorite song, or one of my favorite songs. You know what? It's my favorite song. I'm gonna say that about every song that I do on this podcast because I love every song like a child. Like if you have children, it's kind of like how you're supposed to say you love them all equally. I love all my songs equally, so they're all my favorite. So thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to add this song, The Payback by James Brown, to your playlist. And Can't You See by Total featuring Biggie and produced by the one and only Diddy to your playlist. And if you have some time, go ahead and try a black exploitation film. Or you can try an anti-black exploitation film. One of my favorites. Well, it's not really anti, it just makes fun of black exploitation films. It's called The Hollywood Shuffle by Robert Townsend. Hilarious. Hilarious. So do yourself a favor and watch that too if you really want to have a good laugh. As always, you can hear my episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and of course Podbean. And again, be sure to follow me at Do Yourself a Favor Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you love. Let me know if you added these songs to your playlist. I'll talk to you all next episode. Make sure you're not out here trying to seek revenge, unless your name is James Brown. And remember, I'm not a music expert. I just play one on a podcast. (laughs)